Kindness Can, the podcast, with radio personality Jane Lindley Thomas and psychologist Paul Bushell. Because every act of kindness, no matter how big or small, can change lives. In this series, Jane and Paul hope to enrich your life by giving you practical tools on how to be kinder in your relationships with yourself, with those around you, at home, work, and in your community. What a time to Shoshaloza, be alive. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a time Don't even. to be a South African. Um, There's so much. Hey, I feel like <laughs> the joy and the adrenaline of what has just happened has been pulling me through you know, the exhaustion of so many late nights and so many let's just win by one point. I know. <laughs> I must say, I have just, I have loved this World Cup so much. The feeling of connectedness, knowing even if I'm watching Argentina versus whoever, that being centered around community and connection has been the most beautiful thing because it would gather the whole family regardless of who's, you know, whatever age, and we would watch. And then to win it. Yeah. To win it. Well, here we go again. This team that keeps bringing us together, no matter who you are in this country, to the point that we all face together and then cheer together and proving that we can do hard things despite, um, or not despite, because of our diversity, because we are different, because we come from different backgrounds. And when, despite all the challenges that we face as a country, we can be champions of the world. Yeah. What stood out for me is the kind of parallel between living in South Africa and what happened on that field on Saturday. It was that things can be tough. Things can be overwhelming. Things can be tight and stressful. But when you see those oaks literally putting their life on the line for us, I mean, every time Pollard was seen on sta- on screen, we'd all be like, that guy needs stitches. Like, why is he still on the field? <laughs> Bongani going off on the first two minutes. I mean, it looked hard out there and obviously a lot to play for. But as South Africans, how we need to hold on to this and remember and remind ourselves that when the purple's hitting the fan, that we have choice in how we show up. I mean, how did those boys just push and push and push and push? Well, we know how because you I mean when you get like glimpses of them saying stuff to each other through the the ref's mic, things like "This is for South Africa." I get goosebumps <laughs> and tears too. in my eyes all over Me again. Too. That's the way that they were seeing this. That's the way that they were talking about it. You know, the ad that they did uh, around who this is for. Mm. Oh my God, the tears are going to start rolling down my face mm. any second now. You you get a glimpse of how aware this team is of what. This would mean for the 65 million South Africans living in South Africa and around the world because they are a symbol, an analogy of how things can be hard, but when you work together, we can do it. But I kind of want to pause there for a second and shine light on their style of leadership, this very empathetic, very conscious, very there's something bigger than just us. Uh, awareness in the way that they do it and how we we would be remiss right now not to take a page out of their book and learn something here. They've role modeled something really beautiful to us. And we can't just be those people who go to a conference or a talk and feel all pumped because mm. the motivational speaker made us feel good mm. and nice. Mm. And then three days later, we're like, geez, forgot everything that we heard there. Yeah, I think it's up to us. We owe it to them to apply who they were, how they showed up 
in our everyday lives, we can also be heroes uh, in this story called South Africa. Yeah. I mean, I was um, cheeky. I know how busy Eben's phone would have been on Sunday. I didn't know it was his birthday until later on, but I sent him a message and I just said, you know what? And yeah, from all of us, just thank you for your courage and your heart and all round brilliance because we all feel like champions of the world today. And that feeling has stayed. And I think it will stay for a long time. But as you're saying, it's up to us to not let it be a moment forgotten. When we are having a bitch and moan about the load shedding, and yeah, it's hard, and there are moments of tough, and there are going to be moments of tough, but just to remember how those boys role modeled out there, that when the chips were down, they got stuck in. Yeah. As South Africans, you've got to let go of this idea that we have to wait for someone to rescue us. Uh, This idea that we've got to wait another four years to have this feeling again. Uh, We've got to wait for a a person or a team to, to build us up. Whereas as wonderful as that is, we can start doing some of those things. You don't need to win a World Cup. You don't need to hoist a trophy up over your head to reenact, embody what they were showing us. So it goes back to small and big acts of of kindness, of empathy, of respect, of listening to one another, because that's how they roll as a team. You know, the images afterwards, you know, see his first words, well done to the other team. Second of all, it's about South Africa. We did it for all of you at home. And then those images of them going to the New Zealand players yep. and meeting their families, yeah. getting down on their knees, hugging their kids. They, they've they role modeled you know, remarkable human qualities and we get to do those things. Yeah. We don't have to be doing scrums, okay, <laughs> right? But we, we can be nice to, to each other. Um, yeah. God, imagine you and I. I just picturing you in a scrum. <laughs> I definitely want a scrum hat, though. <laughs> you need a scrum hat. I want a scrum hat. Yo, those cauliflower ears, that's another hey. podcast. Yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. wow. But I mean, Rusty <laughs> from the get-go, I just loved how, how alternative, you know, with his flashing disco lights. And you just see, like, uh, scenes from the change room of our boys all in a circle, like arm-arm around each other. It's just, it has just been the most just wonderful experience. It's hard to even articulate it because it's a feeling, right? I mean, when that final whistle went, I, I think I pulled a cough because I was so I couldn't walk very well on Sunday. My, you put your body on the line too. I, so did I. I did. I really did. I said to Paul at one stage, I was like Manuel from Faulty Towers. I was just running around with drinks trays in between the action, trying to get to the ice, trying to get to the whiskey, speed drinking. But when that final whistle went, that like feeling of euphoria and emotion, so like crying and laughing, jumping and trying to breathe while gathering the people that you're around because we watch at home and we had our kids there everyone was just crying just going oh my gosh South Africa South Africa South Africa it's just this love this love for this place that is complicated and it is complex but this is our home yeah we are sitting on something so unique and so special and when you drill past the things that seem on the surface to make us different when you when you get past that stuff We all want the same thing, Jane. We all want to win that World Cup. We all want to be happy. We all want our kids to be safe and and loved. And we have it all here. It's just about reminding ourselves of the small things that we can do every day to to lean into that, to be supportive of one another. So I challenge you listening to this podcast to think of something that you could do that feeds into that wonderful South African feeling this week. And then speaking about that, just want to note, uh, you know, one of my very best friends lives in Germany. Her blood is is green and gold. 
And uh, she just said living out of South Africa, having chosen to live in Germany and have friends displaced all over the world. She just said it was such a lonely, lonely World Cup to be a South African and not be in South Africa. Um, she's, I just think about it. I want to weep. So just want to also hold space for no matter where you're living around the world and for whatever decision you made for going. Yeah, just sending so much love. Yeah, I think South Africa is much more than a place. It's a beautiful place with beautiful things uh, in it. But it's something that we carry inside of us wherever we go. Uh, And you, yeah, you can take the Borky out of Boxburg. uh, But you can't take Boxburg out of the Borky. It's the same about South Africa. I'm done. Yeah, I've never heard that. No, absolutely. (laughs) Or you can take Paul out of Newcastle, right? Never. You can't take the Newcastle out of me. Never. Um, South Africa is something inside of us. And it's so unique. And it deserves to be celebrated and fed and shared. Yeah, thank you boys again <laughs> and long may this feeling last. Let's yeah. not forget. Yeah, don't Let's be not that, forget. Don't be that person who leaves the conference and three days later you're just like, oh, that I'm waiting for the next conference to feel that good again. 100%. And before going, one more thing, one more thing because I really want to say it. It came out in the David Beckham documentary that when the, the chips are, are going well, when, thing, when we're winning, we are supporting but when we are not winning, we are being unkind. That's it's not it's not good enough. It's not good enough. We've got to do better of when things are not going according to plan, that we choose our words differently. Because well, uh, yeah. I can't get away that from that those people have families, those people are human beings. And just because they've dedicated their lives to performing on a on a level such as playing for a rugby world cup doesn't mean that we have the right to say the things and do the things we do online. It's not it's not good enough. Yeah, this is this is this point. I mean, is not squeezed in at the end here. We, I think we got to sit with it for a little bit because it's so important. We were one point away from having a completely different <sighs> feeling today, and if that had been our reality, which it sometimes is in the space, sometimes often in the space that we are disappointed or let down or things don't go our way, those are the moments where the kind of leadership Mm -hmm. that the Springboks have role modeled to us, Mm -hmm. kindness, empathy, uh, being supportive of one another, those tools, that is the moment where it needs to be applied the most. Paulie, if Chess and Colby had gone off like he did now on Saturday with the yellow card and we lost, how do you think the public would have reacted to him? Well, I mean, I think we've got an idea when we watch the the Beckham documentaries, when we watch other countries around the world, how they've sometimes responded to, look how to Le their Bo- players. Look how LeBook was getting yeah. drilled a few weeks ago. Those memes going around with him being cross-eyed because he couldn't kick through the poles. Yeah. Not kind. Not kind. And that just feeds into a trajectory or a, mom- a momentum that is the opposite of what this country really needs. So, yeah, be very careful when you go onto social media, the things that you write about people who are just trying their best. Yeah. So much love and kindness uh, to be had and to be shared. Jane and I love spending time with you and we would love to come spend more time with you at your school, your office. Uh, if you'd like to find out more about the work that Jane and I do, whether it's talks or workshops uh, or appearances, please get in touch with us at kindnesscan.co.za. Yeah, so much love until we connect again. Lots of love. You've been listening to Kindness Can, the podcast. Find out more at kindnesscan.co.za.